Hey everyone, welcome back to the Psych Minded Podcast. I am your host, James Anthony, and as for those who are returning to the podcast, thank you so much for tuning in as always. Um, And then for those who are new, hello, welcome, and just know that this is a safe space for anyone to express whatever they would like, as well as long as it's, you know, peaceful and nice. Um, This is a safe space for, you know, opinions on you know we're all being respected here we're all being cared for here right um so for today's episode i am actually going to be talking about something that i've actually struggled with for so long and still kind of do sometimes but i think this is just it's the same for everyone um and this is called fomo this is the fear of missing out now fomo is serious i'm not kidding i've I feel like it's just innate that we feel like this because we don't want to miss out on what could be possibly more exciting or fun than what we're doing at the moment. But I've experienced this time and time again, year after year, day after day. I'm not kidding. It is everywhere. But for me, I believe that this is just strictly linked to my anxiety that I have in general. Um, But I do believe that this is its own little specified thing. And of course, we know this is some type of specified anxiety. However, um, I think it's a lot more linked to like the social anxiety aspect of things like, you know, not wanting to miss out, not wanting your particular socialness to be like downgraded or to feel like you're not as social as you were or something like that you know um but FOMO is very very serious so we're going to be going over some uh information regarding FOMO that I think is very helpful for anyone out there who's never truly understood what it was but now that you know what it is you'll probably be able to identify it at any given moment when you experience it all right everyone so before we go ahead and jump into today's full content um of fomo we are going to be talking about the how am i feeling segment right we have this at every episode but today's episode it's going to be rather short only because you know feelings have been rather the same um on certain things um you know life has been crazy but that's the usual um work is consistently busy i'm you know helping as many people as i can in my work and i feel amazing about that and um i just feel like i'm in a really good place uh but in regards to like you know what'll be the future as well as you know how i'm feeling about like my creativeness um i'm feeling very inspired with my creativeness um recently within the past few weeks i've had a lot of people that i've known in my life come either up to me or or message me or something being like you know um i just want to like say that that's like your art is inspiring or that you're inspiring me to continue to push or to do this and i'm like wow like i didn't even <laughs> realize that those were some feelings that were being perceived by anybody you know i i in my head as an artist or as in a creative anyone who you know creates would feel is that you're doing it for you you know and then like when you hear those kinds of comments it's like very very fulfilling and it makes you feel like you're doing the right thing so i know right now that i'm feeling very in tune with my creativeness i know that i have been pushing so hard on my music and um again those who are new i um actually make music um my music name is Jaime or Jamie however you want to pronounce it um and i actually um have four projects out already my newest one was just released um it was released in march of 2022 and um it was you know a 13 track project and each track has a video you know every there's just so much visual so much stuff going on with that particular project that 
um, I feel like it's really shown people that I'm not playing like I'm serious I'm I'm a creative and I'm pursuing myself and my art and you know um, it's very nice to see those who say like oh you're inspiring me or you're, you're inspiring to just be able to watch and to be able to see all that come to fruition you know but then on the other hand like I said there's always some haters and there's always some some fake supporters right and I'm talking about this because I'm actually so fed up with it that it's crazy like I love when someone can come up to me and say, I love what you do, or I've seen your recent stuff, keep going, you're doing great, I love that, right? Because it makes me feel good about me, it makes me feel good about my music. Um, but of course, there's people that I've had in my life for so long that don't even show me the support that they show a stranger. And so I'm like, what the literal fuck is that? You know what I mean? Like. I'm just saying this because it is just so frustrating to see, like, you know, and this has literally made me think of like, you know what, the people that I know that are doing that deliberately, and I know who I'm talking about, and those people know who they are, so, <laughs> that's some tea. Part of me just wants to unfollow them because of that behavior, right? It's like, it's fake. I don't expect you to do anything except for like the damn post or to, to, you know, send me a message if you're that close to me saying, you know, oh, that was a brilliant project. Like, I watched it, you know, or I viewed it and this and that. And then that gets me onto something else. I have people over here saying, oh, I viewed, I viewed your music video for this for the most recent one, right? Then how come I don't see your name popped up on that view list, huh? Or how come I don't see your name on that like button, right? Like that's just, it just, it doesn't make sense. Things don't make sense. But again, I'm an artist. I put this stuff out for myself, but it just so happens that like literally everything an artist does is going to be viewed by the public and their opinions are the ones that are voiced but also sometimes their opinions are the way that you can make money or the way that you can get in there you know get in the music industry further into the music industry um but it's just that there's not much support from people that should be supporting you and it's really just it's a mind fuck to me so in my head moving forward you know, I'm always going to love those who support me. Like, literally, you could be my family if you want to support me. But for those who have said they support me or have been there throughout my life, but then don't, you're weird. That's weird. Like, I'm sorry, but it's just, I, I am so done. I'm fed up. And I'm done having to fake it. Like, no. I love the people who support me. Those who don't support me, I don't think have the space for me to give them energy. You know what I mean? Like I shouldn't have to give my energy to those who don't give energy to me, but also in a good way, right? Like I can give my energy to a random stranger and say, I love your work because you're brilliant and I can tell you're trying your best, right? Or you're doing your best. Um, but I can't get that same kind of remark from someone who's close to me. That's just crazy. I don't know what it is, but this generation is lacking with the support. I mean, it was there at first on TikTok. That stuff was all there. Like, you know, support small business, support small business, this and that. You know, you see it everywhere. But then what the heck happened? Like, once COVID was, like, kind of uplifted, like, the mask mandates and everything, I swear to God, all the support in the world went away. I don't know what happened. 
And I don't think I'm the only one that's perceiving this. So for those who are also on the same wavelength um, and for other artists out there that have perceived what I just perceived and talked about, let me know how you feel because I would love to hear and I would love to, you know, have moments where I can like talk about, you know, opinions from other people viewing and watching and listening. Um, so yeah, but besides that, um, I know I'm pouring my heart out into my newest stuff that I can't talk about yet, but you know, I'm on a roll, right? And my creative juices are flowing. I'm a consistently high-functioning, high-performance pushing person, right? I'm always going to be wanting to do the next best thing. And, uh, you know, sometimes it's exhausting, but I'm going to keep pushing because I know I am a hard worker and all my work will pay off eventually. So optimistic feelings right and also optimistic feelings for the future meeting new people and having new experiences because that's all part of growing to be quite honest so i'm just looking forward to it but without any further ado we're gonna go ahead and get into today's topic which is fomo The fear of missing out is really the anxiety or apprehension surrounding missing out on things like social events, gatherings, or like even the latest drama or news, right? Um, Experiencing FOMO may feel to you like you aren't as connected to the latest happenings or that the norms of society are not like, you know, totally what you thought they were um, as you would like to be or should be involved in, right? So um, a lot of the times when we experience FOMO, it's like we're missing out on something that we feel like we should be involved in. However, sometimes there's not even a direct link for us to be involved in it. Like, for instance, I live in Vegas, so I get to see all of the crazy things that go on and all the things that are hosted here in Vegas. And like another one that was recent was EDC, and um, it looked amazing. I had tons of friends who went, and I just felt like I was missing out. And you know, I have a correct or a correct and direct link to my friends who are at EDC, but I myself did not feel a direct link to EDC. So it's almost like we do feel like we are missing out on things that we should be involved in, but also things that we may not be involved in that we don't picture ourselves in, but it just so happens that we feel this feeling. So um, for those who experience FOMO, um, it's usually the teenagers or the uh, young adults who experience it. Another couple examples of FOMO would be like when you don't get invited to a party or like when your coworkers go out after work but they don't tell you or they don't invite you or even, um, you know, with things that you aren't participating in, um, like for instance, the latest trends or, you know, going to a concert that everyone's going to or this or that, right? This is just that experience of the anxiety and apprehension surrounding the missing out on that, right? So FOMO can also be as simple as routinely checking your text messages, right? It may also look like you instantly, you know, have to pick up your phone every time you get a notification or that, um, you know, you're signing up for an activity despite the possibility of burnout from a full schedule, right? These things happen and not just that, they're more than common. Like I actually get FOMO from texting certain people because I actually really look forward to conversating with certain people that I, you know, want to, but um, of course you know this is just hit or miss with what you are wanting to do what you like what you want to experience right so and a lot of the times I feel like it is that we are trying to you know achieve or obtain something um, through FOMO because we still aren't physically where we should be or where we feel like we should be Um, 
and I feel like I do that a lot. Like sometimes when I go on Instagram, I will notice that, um, you know, certain people will post on their stories of this or that, you know, or going to an event and I'm like, oh, that's so fun. But then like vicariously, I'm like, oh, well, huh, I can't experience it. So I guess I'll just experience it through your story. You know what I mean? <laughs> but like, it's just a way of us kind of having to try to fulfill that need for FOMO, right? Or not the need of FOMO, but the need to be involved. Um, that way we don't have much FOMO, right? Um, and to me, I just didn't realize that FOMO was a legit term. I thought that it was like, just uh, a little quirky saying, I don't know. But then like, when I was looking into it, I'm like, you know what? This is some serious stuff, and this definitely affects people in many different ways. Um, it's just not talked about entirely. You know, like, we know of it, but we don't talk much on it to know what the real effects are from FOMO. Um, so I believe that there are some psychological waves, ways in which we can combat FOMO. However, it is not all simple. It is not all, you know, oh, just don't think about it, right? Because that's not really how it works. It's putting in the effort and training yourself into knowing that, um, you know, certain things aren't worth feeling like you have to be missing out on them, right? Or sometimes you just have to be happy and okay and grateful for the time and the space that you're in at that moment. And working on that gratefulness and gratitude for where you are in that moment could help you realize that FOMO isn't that big of a deal, right? Um, but um, something pretty interesting that I've seen from this, though, is that those who experience FOMO typically are within the teenage uh, years of their life or the young adult years of their life, um, up until about like the 30s. Um, I believe that once you get to a certain age, when you're older, you start to realize, you know, certain things don't matter as much as the, uh, you know, as much as you think they are. And in reality, the things that matter are the things that you put priority on. So, you know, when you have a more full life and you're busy, you don't really experience a lot of FOMO. I mean, you could, because you could feel like, oh, I'm doing this, but in reality, I wish I was doing this, right? But a lot of the times you're distracting yourself because you're so busy and you're, you know, literally using up all your time. So you don't have enough time to think about all the other things that you wish you were doing. Um, and I sometimes have a little mix of it. Like I definitely know I have FOMO when it comes to just, you know, going out on the city, you know, going to a concert. Like I always feel like I'm missing out. Um, however, you know, not everything is doable all the time. You know, I have to know that and I have to limit myself. And that's something that I've come to realize. But I think that's also something that older adults realize is that there are things that are worth feeling missing at, that you're missing out on but other things you'll be able to do you just have to give yourself patience and time to be able to get there do those things experience what you want but again it is just it's a vastly vastly under mis misunderstood um idea this FOMO right so I'm going to go ahead and read you guys a bit of this article that I have found. Um, and it, I just thought that it was seriously such a great review on FOMO and how to overcome it, right? So this is actually uh, posted in the Psych Central uh I don't know if it's like a scholarly journal, but it's a Psych Central journal. Um, and it is titled All About FOMO, Overcoming Your Fear of Missing Out, right? And um, this is actually uh, reviewed by Marnie A. White, PhD, and then also um, written by John M. Grohal, Saidi, and Katie Stiles, and Christy Kraft. 
and this was posted on March 31st, 2022. So I love seeing, you know, newer articles, particularly because then you know that the data has been freshly curated. Usually, you know, you see people using data from, you know, previous years, years or decades, but I love to see fresh data because this means that we're continuing to nitpick this idea. So going into it, again, we've already kind of discussed what is FOMO, right? But the effects of FOMO have not been truly talked about yet in this episode, so we're gonna go ahead and tackle that. So for those who do not know, FOMO can actually affect your overall health and wellness, right? So remember how I was saying, oh, what are the effects? What happens to us due to FOMO, right? This is that. So if you become overloaded with social events and activities to avoid FOMO, it can impact your sleep and eating habits, leading to not just fatigue, but headaches, lack of motivation, burnout, and the performance issues at either work or school or wherever else you're expected to perform at like, you know, high functioning level. Um, FOMO can also trigger anxiety or feelings of loneliness, right? So with FOMO, you may cycle through self-critical thoughts like, what will happen if I miss out on something or if I'm not there? Will I be talked about negatively or will, will I like, you know, be like looked at differently for not going to this event? Um, or like, you know, will people think less of me for not going or do people think that I am not as fun or that I'm boring because I'm not following the trend and going to this particular thing or involving myself in this particular thing, right? So these are all these thoughts that go through your head. I mean, and it has happened to me a couple times where I hear those very self-critical thoughts inside, you know, and you're like, what in the world? Why are you having to think like that, you know? But in reality, I think it's just we want to be social and having that lack of socialness does affect us not just you know uh, consciously but i think subconsciously as well so besides that um this cycle of anxious thoughts and the need to keep up could ultimately result in symptoms of depression right um and then this is something where we have seen a direct link fomo and depression this is true right um fomo can also lead to some people um you know saying or doing things that they typically wouldn't just to you know look like they're in the know or that they're cool or they're a part of the crowd you know so um i mean i've seen this a couple times with older adults too where like you know the fear of missing out with those that are even a slightly younger or those who are um you know doing something fun that they don't typically do they'll go out and they'll do some crazy stuff they'll go do things that they never thought they would do they go to experiences they never thought they would experience but all out of this i want to fit in i want to feel like i'm involved and that i'm not missing out on something right so that is a pretty pretty uh severe thing you know uh so what causes fomo right the innate desire for social connection and belonging can drive FOMO, right? Hit it on the nail, did I not? <laughs> it's natural for humans to feel a need for interpersonal relationships and want to belong to something greater than themselves, right? This is just this idea too, like we look at this, um, I, I forget the particular theory name, but um, it's where we feel, oh, well, not really. It's the sense, it's the, it's the hierarchy of needs. Um, and there is one where it's the sense of belonging and that is definitely something that I know we have a craving for, right? This isn't something new. This is literally human instinct. So 
Um, when people feel that they lack these type of connections, it can cause emotional and physical distress. For some people, this could affect overall well-being and functioning, right? And in others, it can be more detrimental. It can lead to more severe depression. Um, and then it can lead to, you know, really, really scary places. And we don't need that, right? We want to stay in a place that is happy and that we know we are abundant and that we are thriving in, right? So, um, you know, like I said, those who try to avoid FOMO um, due to a busy schedule still have these symptoms of depression or still have these symptoms of fatigue or burnout because they're trying to, you know, compensate in a way, but it just doesn't work out usually. You know, you gotta you gotta have an even balance of things. So like I said earlier, teens and adolescents, they are the more vulnerable group of individuals for FOMO, um, especially within a culture of now like being immersed by the internet all the time. It is just out of control. Um, social media can cause people to compare themselves to others, which we already know, right? And they it leads to more negative self-image talk. It leads to, um, you know, younger people thinking that they are not worth it or that they are not as good as someone else or that they um, are not as pretty. Like, it's, it's just so bad, the kind of things that we get from the social media aspect of it. And FOMO involved with social media just makes everything worse. Um, now, like, again, for those who do not address FOMO or do not address, you know, their anxiety linked to FOMO um, and also the depression linked to FOMO, it can lead to even worse things, you know, like, and, one, and I say even worse as in, you know, adding to it, um, but low self-esteem, you know, further um, more detrimental anxiety, um, you know, deeper depression, risky or harmful behaviors. So all in all, your brain is still developing as a teen, right? Many people who feel like they are missing out do not really realize what they're missing out on or what they're not missing out on. Like some things are just not worth going to. <laughs> some things are, but some things are not worth stressing about. You know what I mean? Not on that level. It's just never that serious. And coming from me, someone who does experience FOMO, I know that there is a limit to what I can and can't do in particular things. Like what am I going to go to? What am I going to be involved with? You know what I mean? Like there's just there's no telling. And so you don't need to stress yourself out with all these what ifs, you know, and that's a lot of what happens with FOMO is it's constant self-critical um, talk. Sorry. Um, so again, how to avoid the fear of missing out, right? I said this earlier, people try their best to keep their lives busy. Um, but you know, avoiding feelings of FOMO can often mean working on breaking negative cycles, right? Um, so for instance, if you want to avoid missing out, do a detox, do a, do a, go to the gym, go in the sauna, relax, turn your phone off. Don't let anything bug you. Just be alone by yourself and gain quality time with yourself, right? Mindfulness and meditation are both really, really helpful tools to be able to, you know, realize where you are in your time and your space to realize that FOMO is not going to just be this thing that comes in there and knocks you off your path or knocks you off of your energy level or knocks you off of your journey, right? You have to realize that FOMO is an obstacle, but we overcome it just like everything else, right? So mindfulness, meditation, I'm not kidding. That stuff has helped me too in the past. I still am very mindful. I don't meditate as much, but I do like to be quiet and silent in the sauna when I go to the gym. And that really does, oh, it just gets me, you know, in this calm, serene state of mind. And it's just great. 
Um, another great helpful tool would be journaling, right? Kind of helping you identify what triggers your FOMO and then having a better idea of who or what causes your fears of missing out, right? And it may be easier to reframe the relationships around those feelings and thoughts, right? Um, and then lastly, for those, I mean, it's not lastly, but it's a, 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 the final solution that I have here is going to therapy, right? Therapy is not to be looked at as a scary thing. It really shouldn't be. It should be looked at as a simple thing as sitting down with a, a professional and having a conversation about what it is you're feeling, what it is you're thinking, and what you would like to do to go about having a different mindset or changing things up, you know? It's all about reframing, right? And that's another thing that I think a lot of people lack skill on is because they're consistently in this one set frame thinking in the same set of lenses, you know? So it's nice to see other people talk to you about things they can notice of you or notice of your habits or notice of your behaviors because that helps you understand, oh, wait, you know what? You're right, I shouldn't be doing this or maybe I should, you know? So, and But there are people though that will still go see a therapist or still go seek therapy, but still have this profound issue with FOMO. And that is more linked, I think, to the anxiety part of not dealing with the anxiety on that. But you know, again, this is all stuff that can be worked on, things that we can continue to overcome. So for everyone out there that has had FOMO at one point or another, right, either while you're young or, you know, later in life, it is something that you will experience and it is something that you can pull yourself out of, right? FOMO can hear, uh, can come here or there, right? It can be around for, you know, a couple of minutes. It can be around for hours. It can stick around for a day or a week, right? But we got to push it forward, right? Um, and realize that there's not much that can stop us, right, from belonging except for being ourselves and enjoying our time and our space and essentially the divine timing of everything, right? Um, so... I hope that this was a pretty interesting topic for those who have not ever heard of FOMO. And for those who have, if you found any interesting solutions that you also, you know, partake in, um, let me know because I would love to hear y'all's stories about FOMO, especially because, you know, I still sometimes deal with it and I like to go, I like to know like what other ways I can go about, you know, kind of breaking those cycles. But of course, you know, another simple way would be getting out of your consistent comfort ability, right? You're going to always be in that space. And until you move out of that space, will you realize that things can be different, right? So I'm going to go ahead and end that portion for our FOMO talk. FOMO is definitely a serious thing. And I hope that anyone out there experiencing it can overcome it like I know you can. And also for those who are, you know, linking it more to their social anxiety or anxiety in general just know things are going to get better and we just have to talk everything out right and also realize that um we're worthy in our moment and we're worthy in our space where we are at the moment right and and until forever to be honest <laughs> um so yeah so um i'm gonna go ahead and wrap up today's segment or sorry I'm going to go ahead and wrap up today's episode with talking about the mood music segment for this week's episode. So I have three songs that I have just been itching for. And by that, I'm just obsessed with it is just I love to hear it every time I get in the car I'm putting these songs on. And it's because it's getting me to feel very like um, awake and optimistic and, you know, happy even though sometimes there are moments where things don't feel happy, you know, 
I still feel happy when I'm listening to music and to be honest music is like my outlet for a lot and I just and I'll go figure as I make music but you know it's just something where I can't see myself without it right so I'm always going to have these feelings with music and so for this first song off of this week's mood music it is trees by maud i'm trying to say her name maud latour i think maud latour whichever um she is brilliant i literally am obsessed with her sound it's like weirdly this beautifully blended like new york sound with like something i could hear from like california and new york like and i'm not saying like um i'm talking about like music sound like the genres that you hear from those states um, I feel like it's a good mix, and that's what I'm getting from it. Um, but Trees is a, just a beautiful, psychedelic, indie song. Very, very good. Um, it is such a catchy song. The um, melodies, the harmonies, oh, it's just amazing. And I'm not kidding, this girl is just brilliant. And the fact that like I'm following her through her journey as she's, I mean, most recently started it, it just feels nice to be like, I'm so happy for her and I'm rooting for her and I want her to do amazing. And she's on tour and she also just graduated college, which is amazing because of course we love our graduates and not just that, we want to, you know, praise everyone for all the hard work. So she's just brilliant, but definitely go give it a listen. It is worth it. Um, my second song for the mood music segment is C2.0 by Charlie XCX off of the this is how I'm feeling now. Um, is that, I forget, is it, this is how I'm feeling now? I believe that's the full title of the album. Um, but I've just recently started to get back into Charlie. I started to listen to Charlie back when Marina was doing the Just Desserts collab with her. Um, however, when she started to have those little things with, you know, possibly stealing imagery from Marina for music, um, I started to not like Charlie, but of course it's not like that, it's just the fandom, you know, it's like, ah, you can't like the one that's trying to copy your original, you know what I mean? But, um, I've grown past that and I, I actually am just obsessed with Charlie. I think she's brilliant and she has such a beautiful sound and pop that, not many people know, uh, you know, like how to do, and that's what I'm, I'm just, I love her, but, um, that album in particular is just a banger, it is literally a gym vibe, it's an out in the street running vibe, it's a, I'm gonna have a crazy, crazy summer vibe, like, it is great, um, and Crash as well, the newest album, is phenomenal, and you guys already know, because I've talked about it in previous episodes, but, um, that's kind of just, you know, my, my take on this, um, song is just, uh, I love it. Um, and then the third and final one, um, but this is like a two-parter, is um, Free and The Bomb by Florence and the Machine. These are both off of her newest album, Dance Fever. That album is actually very, very, very good. I was listening to it through and through a couple times, and, you know, I always find something new that I like about the album, but those two songs encapsulate what it feels like to be rushing into summer. You know, like, it's this weird rush into summer, and you know that there's going to be fun and freedom, but there's also going to be love, heartbreak, and romance, and, and it's just this really, really interesting, like, play on everything, and I love it. I think it's a great album. She did amazing. Um, it's actually one of my favorite albums by her, um, so yeah, I'm just, I'm living for it, but besides that, I hope you guys enjoyed, and for those who happen to identify with the LGBTQ+, 
IA plus community like I do. Happy fucking Pride. We are in Pride Month and it is June 2022. I am so happy that we get to, um, you know, celebrate our existence and our, you know, continuous resilience together. And I just can't wait to see what the future holds for all of us queer folks. And it is just going to be amazing. So yeah, um, for those who um, loved today's episode, feel free to give it a thumbs up. Feel free to favorite it. Feel free to subscribe and follow this podcast. That way, every single time I post, you guys know, and then also um, you guys can stay along on this journey with me. That is life, right? And then that also is the Psych Minded Podcast. So um, I hope you guys enjoyed, and I will see you guys all in the next episode. Bye!